0: finally understanding the depth of the Japanese gratitude because take for example the work environment there is at the end of the day they say otukara and Otsukara-samade means thank you for your hard work somebody will see you on the street coming home from work and they say thank you for your hard work That's amazing. somebody will see you going to work and they say thank you for your hard work because there's a sense that of community in that whatever you go out to do transcends to me in some way, shape, or form. If you're a teacher, you're helping the Japanese kids become more globally aware and become more um, fluent in a language that they can use to thrive in their future. If you go and you work on a construction site, okay, you're building infrastructure in our community and you're helping us to become more modern. There's that sense of, constant gratitude because everybody plays a role of significance in, our, in each other's life.
1: Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georginbenta.com where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, Georgian Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seeker. Welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today with us, we have someone that also loves gratitude, at least as much as I do. And um, she seeks to encourage and empower others towards a more grateful life. She is originally from Jamaica and she's living in Japan which I find fascinating because as you know by now I love learning from different cultures and also of course talking about perspectives that people have on gratitude in different parts of the world. So our guest today will definitely uh, be able to share a very interesting perspective on that as well. She also empowers female trauma survivors by teaching them how to create abundance through gratitude. Her name is Nadia and she's here with us to talk about gratitude and many, many interesting things. Nadia, welcome to the Gratitude Podcast.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: My pleasure. So, um, Firstly, let us know a little bit more about you, about how you got to, to live where you live. And from there on, I have many questions, but I will start with that.
0: All right. Um, I left Jamaica four years ago, almost. August will make four years. And um, that was after I was actually almost at the end of my divorce proceeding and i i knew i needed a change it was borderline running away as well as knowing that a new environment is a great catalyst to bring about a transformation if you are seeking one i have friends who um were living in japan for a few years and they always encouraged me to come So I decided that at this stage in my life, it would be good for me to branch out into a new environment, change countries, new language, new people, new culture. It was all new. And it was geared to being an opportunity for me to just dive into myself, being that everything about me was different it would require me to dig into myself to be able to stand firm and find my groundedness. So I chose to come to Japan and I've been here since.
1: Wow. I, I, I think that's, that's so brave. And I, I really appreciate you for that. And I think it's, it's something amazing to be able to, to take on life in this way to go um so far away and um to just immerse yourself in in a new culture in in a new language i I think that's that's pretty amazing do you feel that (laughs) gratitude has helped you on this journey
0: it most definitely has because for me my journey started in 2015 on new year's day at that time, I was a devoted Christian, and it was at the end of the New Year's Eve service. I stood at the back of the church, and I made a decision that from henceforth, First Thessalonians 5, verses 18, which says, in everything, give thanks, that was going to be my default mode. And it was not always a smooth journey like any other habit it takes work to be consistent to be committed and to reap the benefits of the change um, persona that you're taking on so yeah being here I was able to just I actually started my um, a more consistent gratitude journaling practice when I came to Japan Mm-hmm i was living in a rural area small town didn't know anybody so my my time was um focused on cooking getting houseplants and taking care of them i started drawing mandalas which i'm actually drawing as we speak (laughs) (laughs) as well as maintaining a gratitude journal just to take stock of my life as it was at the moment and give thanks for the experiences that brought me to that place at which I was when I started becoming more consistent with my practice.
1: Wow, it's really interesting to see how um, how resilient we are as humans and how capable we are of of um, Old moves and uh, courageous action, and I think um, I think this is just uh, very powerful and very inspiring, at least for me. And I'm sure it it is, and it will be for for our listeners as well. Um, from from my experience in the interviews and my my own personal experience, uh, gratitude is and gratitude journaling is like. Um, the base the um the base of the structure of the, the emotional structure in our life and uh, i don't know if that has been your experience or not um but it's it's something that helps us um have something consistently positive to help us in in the in the daily challenges do you feel that uh, it was like that for you as well in in japan
0: definitely has because um, being a foreigner in a land where I look completely different it's not like I'm Caucasian where I can somewhat blend in based on close kin- skin color I'm a black woman so I stick out like a sore thumb <laughs> and um, for me there are times I I I wouldn't say I got lonely, but I was very close. And what I, what I did was dive in and look at the good things in my life. There is, you know, it's impossible for you to be depressed and grateful at the same time.
1: <laughs> because <laughs> that
0: so is in and of itself, um, it triggers a dopamine release which helps you to feel happier and feel more connected and more joyful. So when you start to focus on the good things, those juices start to flow and you can lift yourself up out of a sad state. So at times when I felt overwhelmed or alone or wondered what's next, gratitude helped me to stay present. Right now, by looking at what's happening right now, and in doing so, I was able to get through some days when I felt like I just didn't want to continue.
1: Yeah, we we all have these kinds of days, and um, I think it's that's why I believe gratitude is so helpful because it it helps us get back on track and it creates this consistently. Uh, consistency and this consistently positive uh habit that's that's very helpful and yeah I, I think it's um it's something very powerful that um we both we both believe in. But I'm I'm really curious if you if you want to share if you, if you've been um uh, looking into it. Um have you seen some some things that are specific, for instance, to either uh, the Jamaican culture or the Japanese culture that have to do with gratitude?
0: Um, I I would like to speak on the Japanese culture with mm-hmm. respect to gratitude. The Japanese word for thank you is arigato. And um, there's a principle of being... Sometimes at first, honestly, I felt annoyed at first. There is this sense of humility and lowliness about Japanese people. They say, I'm sorry a lot, and they say, thank you a lot. And um, I am just, just like in the past four or five months, finally understanding the of the Japanese gratitude because, the, take for example, the work environment, there is at the end of the day, they say, Otsukara-samade. and means, Thank you for your hard work. Wow, somebody will see you on the street coming home from work and they say, Thank you for your hard work.
1: That's amazing. Somebody will
0: see you going to work. And they say, thank you for your hard work, because there's a sense of community in that whatever you go out to do transcends to me in some way, shape or form. If you're a teacher, you're helping the Japanese kids become more globally aware and become more um, fluent in a language that they can use to thrive in their future. If you go and you work on a construction site, okay, you're building infrastructure in our community and you're helping us to become more modern. There's that sense of constant gratitude because everybody plays a role of significance in in each other's lives. And that's something that I really am grateful for experience because at first I was like, why are you telling me thank you? I'm being paid for this. This is something that I'm supposed to do. So, Oscar, for what? But then I'm like, okay, I get it. Because I could actually be at work and slack off. I could actually be at work and not do a good job. So, if I do a good job, you're saying we acknowledge the work that you've done and are doing, and that is something that in turn encourages commitment, encourages people to go above and beyond, so that's something I noted um, in Japanese culture, that I am grateful for having the opportunity to experience.
1: Wow, this is, wow, it gives me the chills, and it's, it's so beautiful the fact that you know that 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 and it's so wise like people understand the fact that we are interconnected that uh what you do matters and uh even though it doesn't matter like directly all the time it still does and it still has an impact and it's still um something to be grateful for i, I think that's amazing and that's wow i'm Blown away by this, and um, I can only imagine the impact it can have on a on a society that that um, that works like this and that appreciates the people that that are working and that are contributing in one way or another to the greater good of of uh, that society. That's wow. Mm-hmm.
0: There's something else that I want to mention. Is um, there is this Japanese author? He has a book called Happy Money, and he, on his book, it says Ken Honda, Japanese, um, Japan's best-selling ten million. And the key um, point from this book is practicing a principle called Arigato Money. And as I told you, arigato means thank you. Mm -hmm. So the general principle that he teaches, which he got from his mentor, which is Wahe Takeda. And Wahe Takeda Takeda is synonymous with the Warren Buffett of America. Mm -hmm. And this gentleman taught him, you need to thank your money when it comes in and thank your money when it goes out. That is when your money will smile at you. (laughs) <laughs> when you will have a happy relationship with money, so that's one of the key things that I noticed, um, and I mentioned it because he is a Japanese. Yeah, and um, this principle that he teaches is something that I have adapted to my life. That I seek to teach others, you know, because in um, most of us have heard or is programmed to think that money is bad and. The love of money is the root of all evil. So when you think money, you think rich people are evil or they're greedy or, you know, you should not be wealthy. But then again, abundance is our birthright. Mm -hmm. But how do we access that birthright when we are blocked with the idea that um, this thing, this means of abundance is not good? And if you think it's not good, if you tell somebody that they are awful and you don't appreciate them, or let's say, let's flip it, somebody does that to you, are you going to stick around?
1: <laughs> no way.
0: <laughs> okay. So money has ears and eyes and it has emotions too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that that's so true. That's so true. And it, this is so powerful because... Um, when we say, for instance, that a certain food that um, certain food isn't good for for you, you won't eat it. If we say mm-hmm. that money is bad for you, you won't take it and um, and you
0: won't keep it you'll find a way to get rid of it
1: exactly exactly, and that's just not healthy, and that's not just not healthy, but it's um it's keeping us away from from the abundance that we can actually experience and the joy of giving away money and of receiving money because it's really exactly. a joy when you when you get to live it. Mhm. It <laughs> yeah, so um I think that's that's such a great point and it's it's so important for for all of us to just take a few minutes and think about it and realize how uh, how impactful it actually is in our life, because we either we like money or we don 't like money, we are going to to have to make all kinds of transactions in which either we receive money or we give money away mm-hmm. so it's it's something I believe these these small things that we keep repeating are so important in our life they they have really? such a big impact, whether we see it or not they They are actually the the building blocks of our life, and um I think it's it's very important for us to to think about them and to choose another way because we can choose another way and this is this is the beauty of it if we if we are open enough, we can choose another way but um yeah. I also wanted to to get to something else um How did you discover gratitude like were you? grateful um, as a child or did you have like an experience or how did you become uh, such a grateful person
0: well growing up in a christian environment some it's taught that you should be grateful you should say thank you you know you should appreciate what you have however it wasn't until i um, started learning about the law of attraction that I started seeing the whole aspect of faith and gratitude in a whole new light. I started learning about the scientific facts about gratitude. It was no longer just a really just principle that you adhere to because you are told that you're supposed to do so it started making sense for me on a deeper level because I'm a scientist professionally. So when I started reading and I was coming across the whole um, research work on gratitude because of what I was learning about law of attraction, I was like, "Hmm, I think this is something that I need to try. The, the big, Came for me when I was doing
1: therapy. This episode is sponsored by savethechildren.org. Save the Children believes every child deserves a future in the United States and around the world, we work together every day to give children a healthy start in life, the opportunity to learn, and protection from harm. We deliver lasting results for millions of children, including those hardest to reach. We do whatever it takes for children, every day and in times of crisis, transforming their lives and the future we share. Right now the coronavirus is the biggest global health crisis of our lifetime and it threatens children in every way. COVID-19 has already left many children without caregivers, out of school and exposed to violence and exploitation children's poverty is rising with your support we can help children in unsafe households and help support distance learning in the face of school closures here are some ways your support can make a difference choose one or two examples of how far a donation from $5 to $50 can help vulnerable children baby's first book $5 can buy a baby's first book providing comfort and inspiring lifelong love of learning Healthy meals. $5 can provide a nutritious breakfast and lunch for a child who usually relies on school for food. Learning supplies. $50 can deliver essentials that keep kids learning while out of school like books, activities and supplies. 20 healthy meals. $50 can serve ten hungry out of school children a nutritious breakfast and lunch these are just a few examples you can go to savethechildren.org/savekids savethechildren.org/savekids to find out more
0: i journaled a lot however my journaling was most um most time geared toward what's happening right now which oftentimes is the, the, the stress, the confusion, the depression, you know, the hopes which are still clouded by the sadness now. I I love researching, I'm a scientist. So <laughs> I read a lot, I Googled a lot, and a lot of articles kept coming up about practicing gratitude. So practicing gratitude came up on the internet, plus it's coming up in the Law of Attraction Principles, I decided this is something that I was going to adopt, adopt as a part of my life. Because how does gratitude play in with um, Law of Attraction? is that gratitude is actually one of the, most, the highest frequency emotions that you can experience. Gratitude is both an emotion, it's a mood, and it's a disposition. So you can feel grateful right now, the emotion of it and the mood of it, but not truly be a grateful person. There's a difference. There's a difference between feeling gratitude right now and being a grateful person. And that's where the disposition comes in because you can be grateful in the moment when things are going good. How about when things are going bad? Mm -hmm. A person with a grateful disposition is able to still practice gratitude completely and fully, even while experiencing something that um, they would rather not be experiencing at the moment. That attitude, that ability is what will help you to plummet and rise above and bring you in what? you would say the receiving mode to receive from God, receive from the universe, the things that are you on me. So it's just understanding those things that gave me the drive to pursue this lifestyle. And that's when I shifted my journaling from journaling about what is happening now within a negative framework to a more positive framework and gratitude was that positive framework for me.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. And what are some some things that you love uh, journaling about in your gratitude journal?
0: I have this, um, a few journaling points that I focus on. One of them is called Remember When. I think I use this one the most. And remember when it's looking at something that you have now and remembering when you didn't have that thing. Mm. And I, I literally do remember when every morning, because when I sit on my toilet, I feel grateful. <laughs> because I grew up with um, pit latrine, outside toilet, pitch.
1: Oh, I see.
0: I grew up with that. When I go and I take a shower and I can choose between hot and cold water, I can choose between spray um, water being sprayed out of the faucet or just pouring through one hole. I feel grateful because I remember it was a hose for me. The fact that I have a window that I can close and I have a bath, I feel grateful because at one point there was zinc with boys next door peeping on me through little cracks in the zinc. <laughs> <laughs> so remember when, you know, it's key for me, you know, you can, I can remember when I did not have a two-burner gas stove. I had a portable stove, and I'm talking about since being in Japan. I had this little portable stove with that, like, camping stove, And, Lord, help me if the gas ends while I'm cooking. It was just one burner, so I had to cook,
1: then
0: cook rice or whatever else, and I had to wait, which made cooking take longer or limited me in the type of things that I wanted to cook. So when I see my stove, I remember when I didn't have it, and I'm grateful. So that's one technique that I use in my gratitude journaling. There's also, you know, another one that I use, which is called the absence of blessing. Sometimes we have this saying in Jamaica, a cow never know the use of its tail until it's gone. Mm
1: -hmm. You don't
0: appreciate stuff until you no longer have it. So why not right now sit down and look at things around you and then take them away mentally and see how different your life would be. When you do that, then you can say, ah, I'm really grateful for this thing because I see how it has added value to my life. So those are just two of the techniques that I use in my gratitude journaling. There's also comparison, this or that. The fact that right now I'm drinking a cup of tea versus a cup of coffee. You know, the fact that I have a choice it's something, it's all about the fact that you have choices. While I would rather be living in a more suburban, rural area, because I love nature, I'm living in the city. I have a choice. And that, the fact that I have that choice is something to be grateful for. Because some people cannot leave their rural village no matter how much they want, because they don't have the means, they don't have the resources, they don't have the access to get up. So I have a choice as to whether or not I live in the city or I live in a rural area. And I chose the city because of convenience for work. So, you know, it's those little things that you can do to just zone in on the beauty of your life. Yeah, so I'll leave you with those three <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I love them. I love them. And they are so powerful. Because it's, I, I think it's very important for uh, for our listeners and in general for, for people to know that you can practice gratitude in, in other ways than just writing that I'm thankful for. Because, that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because at times it's really hard to, to think of them it's it's really not not that easy for for many people and i think that we need these kinds of uh, ideas to to be able to actually get into the feeling of gratitude and th- these are beautiful like i i really love them and i think they are so powerful and so useful for for all of us even though we have had different experience and experiences and different things that um we didn't have uh when we were growing up or even a few years ago we can still find those um those things that we now have that we we didn't have and we can appreciate them so much and that can really make a big difference in in how we live these simple things these um just small things that we actually like like I was saying before, we are experiencing them so often, and these are actually um the building blocks of our life, the things that we um that make up our life much more than than the bigger things that happen every once in a while this is this is the life and that is uh, it. yeah, yeah, that's why one I, of the I things... love oh, sorry. That. go ahead. Yeah sure. You know for
0: me one of one of the things for me my goal is to get people to understand that gratitude has nothing to do with the big things or not let me not say nothing to do. It's not the focus. The big things mm-hmm. come as you say now and again, but every day in our everyday life there are so many things to be grateful for. For example, I'm a teacher now. I teach preschool kids. And um, my body has been feeling really tight. So I have been doing like my little mini yoga while they play or while they're doing work. And I remember yesterday, they it was their free play time. So I was just there doing a forward bend So my leg was open, and one by one, they decided it was so cool to make a train and go through my leg. And just being there, watching them, I'm in my semi-meditative state, just stretching my back, just being present, hearing their laughter, seeing the smile on their faces that they got just because, oh, now they opened their leg, yeah, we have a tunnel, let's go through it. (laughs) in that moment i was overwhelmed with gratitude that one i was at that point in time a source of joy for them mm-hmm. and from on the flip side i was grateful that they trusted me to you know use me for their little tunnel for their little game and i also felt grateful just to be able to See their smiles, just to be able to hear their laughter, just to be able to experience them in that moment. And I always have a notebook on me. So I my notebook was actually right on the counter next to me. I just stood up and scribbled it. I'm grateful for this moment and I expressed what the moment was. So I encourage people to have a small journal on them or just put it in your notes app. My notes app has a lot that has not made its way into my physical journal. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I scroll through, I'm like, oh, I remember this. Ah, nice. And practicing journaling your gratitude, for me, is more potent than just saying it out loud and let it go into the air and be forgotten. When you write it down, you get to relive it over and over, every time you open that book or that app to read it. I have about four journals, and when I go back through them, like, oh, I totally forget that this happened.
1: Exactly, so, exactly. Yeah,
0: that's it for me, you know.
1: Yeah, this is this is how our brain works, and that's why gratitude journaling is so powerful, because... Uh, our brain is focused a lot of it, at least, on um, getting us to survive, to um, make sure we deal with the challenges that we have each day uh, in a in a good manner. But if we're not used to this habit, to focusing also on the the good things that are happening and writing them down, it's when when we go to bed at night we we might just feel tired and not uh, remember the the good things that have happened because they are not not so relevant for the brain for its survival or for our survival but they are the things that actually make us thrive and make us feel happy about what we accomplished what we lived in that day and uh, writing things down like you said it's it's so important for for all of us because we are living the the beautiful feeling once when we experience it we remember it while we we're writing it and also we we can relive it many many times after the actual experience and that's that's very important and very powerful for for us to to have this choice this option and to just realize that we do.
0: You know, um, Dr. Robert Emons, who is the leading researcher on the topic of gratitude, in his book, Thanks, um, no, not thanks, it's Gratitude Works, he has this quote that says, Remember to remember. Mm. Because <laughs> the key. The key principle in um, practicing gratitude is remembering the good. Because if you don't remember it, you can't note it and you can't feel the, um, the emotion of gratitude if you don't remember what you to be grateful for. So
1: exactly. remember
0: to remember. Sounds a little weird, but remember to remember the good.
1: Yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's such an important part of our human experience, because we have so many things that are good and that are working. And um, getting back a little bit to your um, third way of experiencing gratitude, it's actually a choice. Like many of the the things that we are experiencing right now are choices and are things that we, we choose and that actually are great for us and we can um, get each day a lot of things to be grateful for them. And um, we tend to forget about them because we have something else that needs to be done or uh, all kinds of stimuli from, from the exterior that, or even inter- uh, from the interior that uh, just... Um, take our focus away from from those positive experiences and making sure that we we store them somewhere and we remember them it's, it's such a such a blessing and uh, such a different way of experiencing life and getting most of, out of it, yeah, it is. so um we are nearing the end of our time together and um I wanted to ask you if you want to share some of um, the people in your life that you're grateful for.
0: Oh, um, the first person that comes to mind is actually a friend I have back home in Jamaica. I have a property in Jamaica and it's challenging to be a property owner while living away. Mm. and. Um, I am grateful for her because she has been taking care of everything. I experienced a a bit of financial difficulty in the past month and a half, and I needed some repairs done on my house before the new tenants went in, and she just stepped in. She just took care of everything. Wow. And I'm like, girl, you don't know how much. I appreciate having you. Sometimes, honestly, I forget about any issues surrounding the house because I have this assurance and this peace that she provides through her presence that things are being taken care of. I don't need to give myself a headache over stuff happening 13,000 miles away from me because she's there in my corner. So I'm grateful for her. I'm grateful for my partner who supports my dreams, who encourages me. I'm grateful for my family who cheers me on. You know, I'm grateful as well for my Japanese friends who help me with things like filling out forms. That can be a headache when you live in a country where you don't speak the language or read it. <laughs> And you have business transactions to make with government entities. It's a blessing for me to have friends who will fill out forms for me and be confident and trusting that they're going to do it just as how they would do it for themselves. Yeah. (laughs) So, yes. And those are just a few people that I'm grateful for right now.
1: Yeah. I I couldn't help but see the fact that uh, some of them the biggest things that you that you mentioned that you're grateful for are, are things that in which you yourself like by yourself you wouldn't be able to to experience them or to do them. And uh it's it's so wonderful that even though this might be uh something negative, uh the fact that we have people helping us out with, with these kinds of with these things. Kinds of things. Actually, it turns it around that make around and, and makes make, it and makes it a blessing. You know. Yeah,
0: that's key. That's key. It, yeah, it I, makes life better. There's a saying: "No man is an island," and when you recognize that every single person on this planet in some way, shape, or form, is adding to your life, you recognize that, you know, you ought to just say thanks for people. People <laughs> are essential to our survival. And when we hold on to that idea, you know, our ability to experience gratitude for people, even the ones that trip us up, even the ones that, hurt us or cause us to feel hurt within ourselves are people that we are to be grateful for. I'm going to share an experience quickly before we go. Sure. A month ago, I had a, an experience with my ex-husband that so triggered me that I had to take two days off from work. That's how bad the level of stress that was triggered within me affected my body. Mm. And I I felt grateful for him within a few hours of the experience. So even though my body was out, my mind had been renewed because the experience was so triggering that it brought up a deep-rooted old belief and a statement that I made concerning him while I was going through divorce concerning my finances. Mm -hmm. And the fact that that belief, that statement came to the fore, I was able to start working on reframing that statement so that I can open new channels within my life, you know, to further unblock myself from my birthright. Of abundance. So I felt grateful for the experience and I felt grateful for what he did, which on the surface was an awful thing, but turned out to be a very good thing because we tend to carry some hurt we carry pain we carry beliefs based on traumatic experiences that we've had in the past that are messing up our lives but we cannot see them because they're so deeply embedded in our psyche so what he did was enough to give me such a shake that it's like it's launched it from the depths of my being and had it standing right in front of me like a wall and i was like You, I forgot about you. I forgot I said that. Oh, thank you, dear ex-husband, for doing this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's amazing. That's such a yeah. such a powerful way of seeing things. That, uh, so empowering and so uh, so beautiful to to see that we are able to to have this choice and to, to see things in, in a different way and to to get empowered instead of uh, feeling weak or, I don't know, other things that aren't actually helping us um, experience the, the life that we want to experience. Yeah. Thank you so much for for sharing so many amazing ideas. I really appreciate it. Let us know where we can um, get in touch with you, where um, our audience can find you.
0: Um, For for my gratitude, my work on gratitude is found on raw, like raw meat, (laughs) raw soul, R-A-W-S-O-U-L, gratitude. That's my Instagram page. I'm currently working on my website. But right now, raw soul gratitude is where you can find me. And if you're so hap- if you so happen to be interested in mandala artworks, then my artworks can be found at rawsoulart underscore on Instagram platform.
1: Beautiful, thank you once again so much for your time and for sharing so many amazing ideas with us. I I truly appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. If we want some change, not just for the short term, but long lasting change, we need to do small things differently each day. Not big things every once in a while, but small changes that will get us to a very different place in our life in a few weeks, in a few months, and for the next 10 or 20 years of our life. To help you on this journey, I've created this course with video lessons, with templates that you can use, with fun questions and really interesting exercises, and also a little bit of play, because once we play, once we go into that childlike state, we learn much easier, and the things that we learn stick with us for a longer period of time. Once you buy the course, you won't receive it all at once. You will receive the first week's video, the explainer of the first week, and also the first week's exercise and template that you will be able to use. But you will only get access to the second week, seven days after the first one. So you won't be overwhelmed with a lot of information. I've created it in a way in which you will be able to find the time for it. It's especially great for those of you who want to commit to changing their lives for the better. It won't be a big time commitment, but even though it won't take a lot of your time, the results will be amazing. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance or just visit the link in the description. I'm really looking forward to serving you on a deeper level and I hope I'll be seeing you in the course forum.